Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo! with you on a Friday morning. It is Friday of Auburn week. We hope you guys are ready for a great weekend of college football. And I hope you guys, if you're making the trip over to Auburn, have a safe trip. I'll be leaving. A little bit. I may be leaving by the time you're, you're listening to this podcast. I'm getting over there pretty early. Joel heading over on Saturday morning. And, of course, we'll be there live at Jordan-Hare Stadium on Saturday night as MSU takes on Auburn. We want to thank you guys for listening. Wherever you're listening to us, be it at supertalk.fm or wherever you get your podcasts from, I want to thank all of you guys for being a part of our program. We, we love here having you guys. I met some guys over in northeast Mississippi uh, yesterday at the remote, so they were listeners of the podcast, and we really appreciate that. They asked about me. They did. They said, tell, yeah. tell Lightning and I said hello. Hey, and, guys. And, girls. You yeah. didn't specify. I don't think there were guys I didn't, girls. and I won't. Make you make you wonder. That's okay. I love so. all people, of all sexes. That's true. You do, and all races. You are you are a, a a man of inclusion. I am. So, and of course, we love our our great service men and women out there taking care of us. Thank our sponsors: Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Uh, what can you say about them? They're the best. They are. I mean, they're 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 the number one. Uh, I enjoy them basically every day. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, they're sort of like our podcast. People enjoy them every day. Indeed. So, speaking of that, real quick before we get into this, I just want to let you, I'm going to give you a little, little inside info, a little inside baseball right here. We got an email. You know, we were asking what kind of restaurant we want here in this town, right? Mm-hmm. So we said with like an Italian restaurant, high-end Italian. Got an email about that. One's a coming. And they want us to come check it out when it opens up. We'll be there. We'll be there. That's what I told <laughs> them. They don't give any more information than that. I'm going to lay, let this lay on the download, but when the time comes, I'll give all the information they want. Now but, I'm uh, pumped. It's, it, I, I, I'll tell you a little bit more off air, but it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. So, uh, All right, can we just end the show now because I'm ready to get <laughs> the information? <laughs> no. We got, we got a show to do. We got to do, do a little work, and then afterwards we have the fun. After watching double overtime soccer, I need some excitement in my life. Double, no, no. We got to clean up this lingo. We just got to do it. They they went into extra time. The Mississippi State soccer field scoreboard. What do they said know about overtime. soccer? What do they know about soccer? Overtime. It was actually written on the scoreboard. What do they know about it? I'm just. It's extra. I tell you time. what. They know how to do. They know how to play more soccer than is regulation length. Well, that's yeah. what they know how to do. Because it's every time game. I go over there, there's either uh, overtime, extra time, extra time, lightning delay. There's always something. I don't know why we can't just play 90 minutes of soccer and everybody write their stories and go home to be with their families or record their podcast or whatever they need to do but every time i go it's like zero to zero and we've been there for six hours nil nil jeez let's clear it up here jeez let's get some excitement i mean well what what, maybe mississippi state auburn will be exciting i I wish soccer was more like rugby and you just run flat over people and try and kick it well you can't do that but you'll get a uh, red card i know take the red cards out of the game i'd be all in well then 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 you have something People get hurt. That it's like work. the old video game, the NFL Blitz yeah, games yeah. back in the day. Let's make the yeah. soccer version of that. There, there used to be a soccer video game where you could turn the red cards off, and that was just a bad idea. I, just, <laughs> I would just slide into everybody, taking people's knees out. No, don't. For you soccer lovers out there, I'm glad you love it. I really am. Thank I, you. I, I, I don't mind you loving Chelsea it. Chelsea versus Brighton this weekend. Brighton and Hove Albion. Go Chelsea. Hey, thank you. Just, just because I want you to be happy. I appreciate it. And, and I want all of you that enjoy soccer to continue to love it. I love baseball. Some of you probably hate it. We all That's love true. our own things. That's true. So. All right, let's let's talk about MSU versus Auburn. Uh, big game this week. I've come to a conclusion because I've talked to some people. There are some people who think it's going to be close. We had uh, on uh, Thursday's uh, 
Sports Talk Mississippi, Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports, Sports always joins us, and he, he said he thinks it's going to be a close game. 27-20, Auburn was his prediction. Um, if you think this game's going to be a blowout, tell me if you think this is fair or not. Auburn's offense doesn't really lend me to that. So if you think this is going to be a blowout, you think it's going to be something like 28-3. I don't think 42-10 to 10 or anything is going to happen. Seems unlikely. It seems more likely that if, if it's a if it's a twenty plus point win, state didn't score much. Yeah. Because really, too, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't have the, the stat book right in front of me, but Auburn's been a bit one dimensional, right? Oh, that is a true statement. <laughs> I mean, they they've been really ground heavy. Um I I can't uh, which that there again. Against Mississippi State's defense, what we've seen this year, that may be that's, an effective that's, strategy. That's the way to go. So that that may pretend a blowout, actually. More than now, the more that I talk about this, that may be bad news. But you would think if you are really gearing up to stop the run, which is basically how Auburn has handled things this year, that you would be able to to slow that down a bit. Auburn on the season is averaging 260 yards a game on the ground, and Very only passing like 160 or something like 160, that. 160, right? yeah. Bonix is completing 53% of his passes against Power 5 teams. Let me see if I can break this down by game. Yeah, I can. Good. Uh, he punted. I didn't realize that. Who uh, kicks? Yeah, he has a punt. He's like Matt Wyatt, huh? He, how dare you compare him to to <laughs> one of the greatest quarterbacks in Mississippi State history. But, I mean, look at these numbers, right? Against Oregon, 13 of 31, and totally bailed out by his receiver on that last play. Tulane, 19 of 37, so that's under 50%. He was 12 of 16. That's, that's actually slightly over 50%. Is it? Yeah. 19 of 38 would be 50. You're right. Yeah. So you're like 51, 52%. Math. It's not my it's not my ally. <laughs> uh, Kent State, he was 12 of 16. And he's 12 of 20 against Texas A&M. Yeah. So against Power 5 teams, he is he's probably still 13 of 31. He's probably still just below 50%. I mean, I'm not, let's say 32, 54, okay, 54, and then 68. He's right around 50%. We'll just leave 50, it. 68, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's not good. I mean, I, I, let me change that. It's not good. His completion percentage is not good. And so, yeah, you're, you're probably right. The game plan for Auburn has got to be run, 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 always run, never pass. But that's the kind of quarterback that, that Gus likes, right? I mean, this is like a Well, he wants Nick to be Marshall able to throw style. it, though. I mean, Nick Marshall was at least a, a – a, now you're going to make me look up his stats. But, I mean, I want to say – not meaning to create work for you. Well, you know what? Maybe I should just have those things ready. <laughs> um, I want to say he was a relatively efficient passer. I could be totally wrong. I mean, yeah, he completed 60.2% of his passes. You know, 34 t- in his career, 34 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. So, I mean, yeah, he was completing passages at a higher rate. Knicks is just they're they're a really good running team. The problem is state's not a really good running defense. A year ago, if this this if playing the game of state the same state team, not even Tommy Stevens and better passing offense, just last year's team was going to Auburn. I take state to win by two touchdowns. Yeah, because they would totally shut down that run game, and state they would be make them completely one dimensional. The more we talk about this, the more and we mentioned earlier this week. I think you got to play Willie Gay and Lee Autry. You got to do it. I, I I believe that you've got to do that, and if you do that, you give yourself your best chance to win. Yeah. Now with Autry, that means he's only got one left. That's probably going to be the Egg Bowl. Although honestly, and this is I, I'm really not trying to take a dig at Ole Miss, but I mean obviously you want to play Willie Gay in the Egg Bowl, and you want to play Marcus Murphy and those guys. 
But with Autry, by the end of the season, the defensive tackles, those young guys, they're going to be as good as they're going to be. And Ole Miss is not – I mean, they're a better running team. They're a lot better than they were last year. But you could probably play Autry in a game where, like, A&M – It would floor me if Lee Autry is the difference in whether or not the right. eggs in Starkville. Right. You could even play Autry next week and just say, okay, that's it. You know, I mean, if I'm Autry, to be totally honest with you, maybe that's what I want. Play, get it over with. Play, and then <laughs> I can get it over with. I'm a senior at that point. I can still practice and train and everything, but now I'm starting – now I'm thinking NFL, you know. Maybe that's maybe that's that might be the best course. Just get it over with for him. But with Willie Gay, yeah, Willie Gay's gonna play in the egg bowl. That's gonna happen. So but I'm playing them here. Now I'll be interested to see what they do, and we won't know until game day, yeah, obviously. About, about five fifteen PM or something like that. I, I would I would imagine that seems about right. We'll find out then. And then you, you go you do what you gotta do defensively. I think if I'm state, I've got to do everything I can do to make Nick's pass to beat me. I'm going to load the line of scrimmage up, and I'm going to say, buddy, take some shots, and if you get them. And, it, and the thing is, with Dantzler out there, you feel good about that side of the field. And Brian Cole and those guys, you feel good about that. You just got to worry, you know, what's going on in the slot. Remember two years ago, who killed State? That little uh, Will Hastings. That's who killed him, was the guy in the slot. You know, they couldn't do much on the outside with, with uh, I guess, who would have been at corner back then? At 17. You know, uh, Two years ago? Lashard Durr, Jamal, Jamal that, Peters. and That was post-Calhoun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm leaving somebody, one of the big starters out. He would have started last year, too. I can't remember who it was. Um, Did you say Lashard Durr? I said Durr, I said, Steve, uh, I said Peters. We can make me go back and find a participation chart. <laughs> but but regardless of that, that's what I'm, I'm going to – if I'm Bob Shoup, that's how I'm going. We're, we're loading the box. Like, if, you can, if you can run at us, then do it. But we're going to make you try to throw the ball. And he's a freshman. And if you, one thing I believe about freshmen is if they make one, if you make them make one mistake, they'll make two. I think with Schrader last week, I don't think Kentucky made him make a mistake. He just made a mistake. And that's one where you can come over to the sidelines and say, okay, I can fix that. But when you make somebody make a mistake, you, you put them under pressure and you make them think faster than they want to, that gets into their heads. Yeah. So if that's that's that if I'm Bob Shoop, this might be my most aggressive game plan to date. I'm gonna put this game into Bo Nix's hands and I'll say, win it. I'm not gonna let Booby Whitlow beat me. I'm not gonna let the Auburn defense beat me. I'm gonna make Bo Nix beat me. And I'm gonna make him beat me with his arm. That's gotta be the game plan, don't you think? I would think so. The Do you have faith that State's defensive front can make that happen, though, is the question. That's the question. And I don't from what I've seen so far, I have no confidence whatsoever that I don't Auburn can't just run at will. I, I don't have it either, but that's the way it's got to be. That's what you've got to do. you got to load the box, put your linebackers in the middle, and say, not today. This is where you draw the line in the sand. If you can do that successfully, you not only are you going to have a great chance to win, you, you gotta, you're probably going to win. I don't think Bo Nix can beat Mississippi State throwing the football. I'll say that. Now, I am sure that we'll come back on Monday and he'll be 31 of 40 for 468 yards and four touchdowns. But that's what I'm going to say today. Yeah. Offensively on this side, have we have we come to a conclusion? Who is going to start for Mississippi State in this game? I think I said my last prediction that I was 51-49 with, with Tommy starting now. I, at the beginning of the week, I said 51-49 Garrett, and I have sw- since switched to 51-49 Tommy. It could go either way, man. 
And and if you believe Joe Moorhead at his last speaking, you know, time with the media on Wednesday, even he didn't know. So the the plan then, according to Joe Moorhead, was they were going to go through practice for another couple of days, and they were going to do you know walk through stuff or whatever on Friday, and and then a decision was going to be made. Yeah. So you believe all that, then then even they may just now be deciding on that. But I'm going to say Tommy, but I have no confidence of such. And it's funny you put it that way. You know the confidence you have in your pick, because my it's it's interesting to me because either quarterback I have some confidence in. Yeah, I have confidence in Stevens to to be able to manage the offense, to throw the ball, and to get the ball into his playmakers' hands. But at the same time, I have confidence in, in Garrett Trader as a running quarterback, and and also you know as a passer. So I have confidence in both guys, but they face a very tough task. This is a really, really good Auburn defense. They're one of the best in the country. They've done a great job so far this year against. You know, they've played two Power Five teams and they handled them you know relatively easily. Easily. I think I like what you said. In terms said, of defense. Yeah, I think I like what you said earlier this week. And okay. I, I quite frankly can't remember if it was on our show or if it was on the big show or if it was on both shows. But I think you said that you like State's chances better in this game if Tommy is the starter, like if he's healthy right. and starting. Right, And I think I agree with that because, look, as, as effective as State's ground and pound was a year ago against Auburn, you got to think this year that you're going to have to throw the ball a little bit better than you did Especially a year on ago. the road. On the road. and You need to hit a big – I always think in, the, in a road game, you've got to hit a big passing yeah. play early to get the crowd sort of back on their heels a little bit. Yeah. I always think about the game, uh, the LSU game in 14. The the big play in that game to me – you know, State drives down the field. They got a pretty short field in that game. But on the second drive where they scored to go up 14 nothing, there was a 40-some-odd yard pass play to Deronia Wilson. That sucked all the air out of the crowd. Yeah. And that's what does it. Going over the top and beating, you know, and that's there's that moment in the, in the game where everybody's silent except that little corner of fans over there. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. Yeah. And Stevens can give you that, I think. Yeah. You know, this is a game where I think if I'm Joe Moorhead and I'm calling plays and look, I don't make three million. I mention that all the time. So right. I'm, I'm just a dummy sitting here doing a podcast. But if State... In State's first offensive series, if Tommy Stevens is the quarterback, I wouldn't hate it if they came out and threw first down, second down, third down. Yeah. That'd, that'd be fine with me. Well, because you got to believe that Auburn has sat over there since last year, remembering the ball got ran down their throats, and come into this game saying all this crap that they did last year, they not, they're not going to do that again this year. So why not go and try and punch them on the other side of their face and, and, and see if you can't. You know, maybe I'd throw a deep ball on first down the very first play of the game. You know, do something well, like that. Do something that maybe they're not completely expecting. This is something you and I talk about from time to time, and that's you said that this game sort of said has like a free shot at, at, at Auburn. I believe that you should coach like you have a free shot. Yeah, you should go into the game loose, and it's like you know what, whatever happens in this game, guys, we want to win. But the best way for us to win is to be aggressive. So Bob Shoop, get after him, blitz. Stack the line, make that kid beat you. And then on my side of the ball, I'm going to take some shots. I'm going to Osiris Mitchell. I'm going to go deep a couple of times, and I'm going to see what I can. And if Stevens is fully healthy, I'm going to Schrader Stevens. You know, what are we calling that, by the way? Uh, It can't be slippery digits. No, no. I want to, I'm I'm trying to figure something out. Something with the beard. That's what I'm thinking, like, you know. Smooth and rough. That's what we need to call it. You got scruffy and and, And, and you got clean shaven Tommy out there. So I was trying to do like a Top Gun thing, but it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Although there wasn't, wasn't Wolfman one of the guys? 
But he wasn't, yeah. He was like one of the minor characters. Um, sort of like the, Smooth and scruffy. That's what we need to call it. They're sort of like the before and after of Teen Wolf. <laughs> like, Stevens is, you know, just regular Michael J. Fox. And then. Speaking of this, to, to tie this in to our sponsor, Strange Brew Coffee House, did you see they got a new drink? The Bearded, the bearded the beard, Latte. The Beard of Schrader or something yeah. like that. By the Beard of Schrader. It's like a bourbon and honey latte. Or is there actually like bourbon? It can't be I'm, bourbon. I'm pretty sure it's not actual. Must be like bourbon, a bourbon honey. Something like that. They probably, probably yeah, because like they, they don't have a license to sell that, I don't think. I'm, but you know what? Who's going to mess with them? They're strange, bro. But yeah, if, if I'm, and I wish more coaches would coach like this from time to time. And I understand that uh, there are times when uh, you can't. I get that. But if you come into a game and, and you're the underdog, play, play, play loose, you know, get after it. And if that's that's what I would do if I'm Moorhead. I'm taking the top off this offense early. I'm, I, we're going to go deep. We're going to take a shot for Osiris Mitchell, and we're going to see if we can't make a play. Can't, worst comes to worst, see if we can't draw a pass interference penalty. <laughs> get get the chains moving. Do something. If if, if State plays aggre- plays aggressively and plays loose, they can have it. They have a chance to make this game. I I always think you know, think back to that 2011 game, and State was you know ranked, I think, 16th in the nation and went in thinking, okay, this is where they make their statement. They were so tight. Yeah. So tight early in that game. And then when they fell behind, Mullen sort of loosened the reins. They started throwing the ball and running that running that triple option, and, and Auburn couldn't stop it. But they were already down 14, and that's that's where the, that's where they lost the game. They didn't lose the game on Chris Relf getting stopped at the one. They lost the game being behind 14 nothing at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, so, you, you kind of wonder a little bit. Seems weird to say this. Do you think maybe we keep talking about free shot and how state needs to play loose? Losing to Kansas State has kind of created this as a free shot. Yeah, if it was four and zero, then you're like you're all kind you of need tight. to win this yeah. game. You know, you win this game, you got. I mean, you're legitimately in the SEC West discussion. I kind of, I kind of think losing to K State may allow them to play looser, could, could, more, could, more could loose. Somehow, excuse me, in this game, somehow be a blessing in disguise. I don't know if I want to go that far, but, but I, I get what in, you're saying. But coming into the year, if I'd have told you. That five games in, state's going to be four and one, and the loss was to K State and not Auburn. You would have probably taken that. Oh, I would definitely take. Absolutely, it. You, you would, you'd rather be undefeated in the conference than not. Yeah, much rather be two and zero oh in the SEC than one and one. Absolutely. So, but that said, is that going to happen? Um, I'll tell you this: if if state does what I'm saying, and I, I don't mean this as Morehead better do what I'm saying. I don't don't take it as that. But if they do what I'm saying, they lose. I'm completely at peace with that. Like you know what. They, they didn't leave anything on the field. They did everything they could, and Auburn was just yeah. better than them. They threw some haymakers, and they missed. And yeah, and Bo Nix, to his credit, came out there and beat you by throwing the ball. I, I can't fault that. Yeah, It's going to upset me if I see State play conservative on both sides of the ball and lose. But that said, State's the underdog in this game, so you just, it's, just, it's just sort of take what you can get. Um, playmakers in this game for Mississippi State. Offensively, are you just going to pick whoever the quarterback is, or do you have another one? Well, I, I was thinking that, but I was also thinking a guy that I know is going to play, Osiris Mitchell. Okay. Just because I do think – look, I, I think Kylan's going to come out and get another 100-yard game. I mean, I could easily go Kylan here. Mm-hmm. But I think that the key to State winning this game this year or not is they're going to have to pass the ball a little bit better this year than they did last year because I, I don't – Look, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't see State coming out and, and, and racking up 350, 400 yards of rushing against this defense on the road this year. I just don't see it. I think they're going to have to throw the ball some. 
And, uh, yeah, I'd probably pick the quarterback if I knew for sure who it was going to be. But since I don't, I'll go with who I think will probably lead the team in receiving on Saturday, and that's Osiris Mitchell. Because I, I do think that you're going to have to take some deep shots. Maybe he hauls in a couple. And if he does, that may make all the difference in the game. I'm going Osiris. I'm going to go a different way. Okay. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to – it's funny I say I think State needs to be aggressive and take the top off and play. But Kylan Hill's the answer to me. Because all of that's for all of that's well and good, but I don't think State's going to throw for 400 yards and beat Auburn that way. Yeah. They're going to have to have balance, and the balance comes from Kylan Hill and what he does in the running game. Plus, he's going to have to set the tone. And if State has a lead somehow in this game, they're going to need Kylan Hill to help them you know, kill clock and things like that. You said you, you, you think Kylan Hill's going to get another 100-yard game. This needs to be another game like he had last year to me. He needs to be 20-plus carries for 150 yards. And if he can do that, I, I think State has a great chance to win. Truth be told, the playmakers in this game mm-hmm. probably are none of the guys we've said. It's probably the five guys in front of either Tommy Stevens or – I, feel like you, I, I feel guess like you can say that, that every, every week. Game, yeah. But I, I, I feel like that more so this week Okay. Uh, against that, that Auburn defense. And in reality, the, the real playmakers, the ones that are going to decide whether State wins or loses, are the ones we're about to do right now. Who do you have defensively? I think that if he plays, this has a chance to be a Willie Gay oh. spark again. But I, I you did that on a sa- I did that oh, last, last week, week. But I was ninety nine point nine percent sure he would play last week. Mm-hmm. I'm not as confident that that they're going to do things like you and I have discussed. I, I'm not as confident they're going to play. I mean, do you? Let's put a percentage on that. Do you? Do you think they're going to play? Like, if you had to guess today, do you think Autry and, and Gay and company get this game? I'm 50-50. I think they will because I think the coaches are smart enough to say, we don't need them against Arkansas. Somebody on Sports Talk, by the way, said to the text line, Arkansas beats MSU, and I was just like, buddy, put your money where your mouth is on this one. If you think you really believe that, you let me know how we'll set up something, and I'll, I'll take your money from you. Yeah, that's – But if that they happens, have to think like that. If, they, Ar- if Arkansas beats MSU, that's going to be a heck of things that are true that next day. Yeah. You know how, you know how we talk about sometimes in regionals? Like the past regional, like do you pitch small the first game, right? You know you shouldn't because you're trying to win the regional. You're trying to win games this season. Pitch playing Willie Gay and those guys is like starting Ethan Small against Southern. Yeah, I agree with that. You need to play Willie Gay either, either here or, or A&M. Texas A&M. Yeah. All right, LSU and Alabama are out. Just just punt them. Just I hate to say punt them, but you're not winning those. You're games. just a huge underdog in those games. You're going to be a 14 to 20 point underdog in both of those games. So just pick the games you have a chance to win. And I play them against Ole Miss because it's the Egg Bowl and anything could happen. You want the best guys out there. But I'm playing them Saturday. I would play these guys Saturday. I would too. And if they play, Willie Gay is my guy for the second consecutive week. Because I just feel like he – and he proved me right last week. He just picks this whole defense up. His attitude, his demeanor, being on the field. And, oh, by the way, he's a playmaker. Uh, So if he's out there – it's got to be him, but if he's not out there, I, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go Rivers. Um, somebody, I feel like you got to go with an end. Uh, Rivers or Spencer, either one really would would be fine here because, like you said, I think you got to get after Bo Nix. And so if if it's not Willie Gay, I'll, I'll go with one of the ends just because I feel like you got you got to put pressure on that guy um, to have a chance. So yeah, there, not, there's my one A, B, and C. <laughs> that's not a bad bad pick. Here's what I say, that if I, let's, I'm going to stay with my, my theories here. And then if State's going to make them pass, then i got to pick somebody in the secondary that's going to do that. So Dantzler's my pick. Okay. Because, you know, 
this this is the best case scenario. Auburn comes out, tries to run, and State's able to to stack it up. And then when they finally do say, okay, we got to try something here, they go th- they go throw, and then Dantzler gets a pick. Talk about breaking somebody's spirit. Yeah, that's the way you have to do it. So, you know, Auburn's got some good playmakers. They've got some guys that can that can run. I, I'm, I'm Anthony Schwartz is a guy I'm, I'm I'm very fascinated to see in person because he, I mean, talking about Olympic speed, not 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 football speed, Olympic speed that a guy has. So State's gonna have to find a way to cover him up. That's not gonna be Dancer's responsibility, but he's gonna have to be the guy maybe out there on Seth Williams or, or one of those guys. Got to be able to to slow that down. So when Nick's does try to throw, he needs to be thinking about Cam Dantzler. That's my uh, my defensive playmaker. Who's your X factor for this one? I may have. I'm trying to remember if I no, I didn't do this last week. Last week I went with Dedrick Thomas as an X factor. Mm-hmm. So this week I'm gonna go with a guy that he's been a weapon for State, Tucker Day. I think if State can keep the field position battle, win the field position battle, make Auburn and Bo Nix have to drive you know, 85-plus yards most times when they get the football, I think that's going to be huge in this game. Um, make Auburn earn the entire the entirety of the field. And Tucker Day's been pretty darn good at that this year. This is a game that the closer it gets to it, the more I'm convinced it's going to be a close one. And every little thing matters. Every little yard matters. And, and I just feel like Tucker Day, I don't know that he has, you know, one Mississippi State a game yet this year. Uh, but this is a game I think he literally, with how good he's been, could win if he can flip the field position like he's been doing. That's a good pick. I think State needs to get a big play in special teams. Uh, and then this is the guy who's going to be relieving Kylan Hill because I don't know how healthy Nick Gibson is. I don't know how healthy Lee Witherspoon is. So Malik Deer is the guy I'm going to keep an eye on here. Uh, if he can be a guy who can make a play in the return game or make a, a couple of key third down conversions like he did last week, that's going to keep the chains moving. I think Malik Deer can be a guy that's sort of under the radar, nobody's paying attention to, that could be a difference for Mississippi State in this game. Prediction time. Give it to me. I think it's going to be really close, man. Okay. Like, uh, I, I'm coming. I think a week ago, I, I, I wouldn't have predicted it to be this close, but the more I've looked at Auburn, the the more that I've kind of looked looked at their numbers and kind of read what other folks have thought about them and uh, as good as Garrett has been, I feel like that even if he's the quarterback, State still got a shot kind of thing. And I, I I'm still going to favor Auburn to win this game. Uh, I I still you know if I I don't have money on it, but if I did, I would I would trust Auburn more so than State to win this game. But I do think it's going to be really close. I'm going to go Auburn, and I'm going to go – I'll go 31-27. 31-27 Tigers. Okay. Probably Uh, a little higher scoring than than you got. uh, Yeah, it is. Uh, I think State State will keep it close for a while, but Auburn will pull away. When I say pull away, not not in blowout. It won't look bad at the end. But I think Auburn will be very close to covering. I can see this game being something like – at the half, like 14-10, and then maybe State and Auburn sort of trade touchdowns in the third quarter, and then Auburn gets that late touchdown to make it a double-digit game. The spread I last saw was 11.5, so I am right here on the edge of it. I'm going to say 28-17 Auburn. I would not advise you to bet this game because I just – it could go either way. It really could. Um, yeah, this is one of those 
No, it's not a four outcome game. I I, I couldn't see state, uh, state state blowing Auburn out. That would shock would, me. Would shock me. Yeah. Would shock me. And it's a three outcome. It's game. a three out game. At the end of the day, Auburn could win this game forty two to ten, something like that, because you know whoever is the quarterback for state turns the ball over. St- stuff that hasn't happened. Some things out of the ordinary would have to happen. But on the road in the SEC at Auburn, stranger things have happened. You know, a, a really good MSU team went over there two years ago and got handled. Um. So I mean, stranger things have happened, but twenty-eight seventeen Auburn is my prediction. And I think I think that state will cover by the skin of their teeth, but I don't think that they will get the win in this one. All right, next week should be a lot of fun with the bye week. We'll do some other stuff. We've got a day with basketball uh, next week lined up. Uh, we, we will probably talk some baseball at some point, maybe some other fun stuff uh, between now and then. We'll figure it out, guys. Have a great weekend. If you're traveling to Auburn, be safe, and we'll see you there. Uh, on the loveliest at the loveliest village on the plains for Joel T Coleman. Ooh. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning One, on Super Talk. This on. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy hit me with that triple H. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.